Welcome to Home Design Chat with Nancy. Are you remodeling or building your dream home? We will chat about everything from the ceilings to the floors and everything in between. Any questions you might have can be emailed to me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. So today, March 19th, and it's a beautiful day here in Phoenix, we have Andy Welliman, Builder Account Manager with Monarch Premium Appliance. Hi, Andy, and thanks for stopping by. Hi, Nancy. It's great to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Well, I can, I can give you a hint on what we're going to talk about today. Try appliances. How's that? I'm the appliance guy. I know you are. I've been uh, coming to you for help for the past, what, 15 years? It's been a long time. That seems right to me, yeah. Right. Um, There are so many things that I can talk about with you about appliances, but let's talk today about appliances. For instance, the finishes and colors that I'm seeing all over the place. Um, When did they decide to do that? Well, the last couple of years, there's been a push to expand what's available as far as colors uh, away from stainless. Stainless still is strong and will remain in the marketplace for years to come. But black stainless and shades of black stainless are becoming very popular to kind of get a different look in the kitchen. And a lot of times those black stainless shades work better with countertops, flooring materials, and a variety of colors of cabinetry that's available nowadays. We're also seeing a huge movement towards lots of other accent colors for appliances. And in fact, the RAL standard colors, which is a European standard, is over 190 colors available. Oh, my God. And many manufacturers now are offering, primarily in ranges and hoods, any one of those colors. And we're seeing lots of accent appliance items being placed in the kitchen. You know, I can see that, and I like the idea of adding colors to the kitchen, and I probably would get purple, because that being my favorite color. So if I got a purple range, and you know, at the price of um, eight to $10,000, what happens when I get tired of it in two years? Well, depending on the brand, some of them actually offer you the ability to change that color in the future. You're kidding. Nope, you can actually take the panels off and put on, go back to stainless or order fresh, different color, sta- uh, colored panels for the range. Mm-hmm. So it can be changed. Okay, I like that idea. And what about the uh, finishes? You said the black, is it black matte stainless or what's coming in? Well, there's a lot of different things coming in. How many of them are going to survive, time will tell. Um, one of the manufacturers has got four different shades of stainless black products, and they are either matte finishes or shiny finishes. So the options continue to grow. There's even matte finished white appliances available now. Wow. I remember when brown came in. When did that did that uh, last maybe seven months? Oh, well, it was a, it was a little longer than that, but yeah, the uh, copper tones and the avocado greens, yes, from the from the past. Um, but they're they're gone. Good. Got better colors nowadays. Good. And what about are you selling a lot of white? Um, not a lot of white, but there is absolutely a trend back towards white, and I think it's going to continue to grow because we're seeing a lot of white cabinetry. Definitely. And that will never go away. Right. And my big problem when a couple of years ago when I was doing a lot of, well, I'm still doing a lot of white cabinets, but years ago, there wasn't a big selection of white in really cool appliances. So what do you do? A black counter, a black refrigerator with white cabinets. And that kind of stuck out like a sore thumb. Mm -hmm. So yes, we have the capability of putting cabinet fronts on the refrigerator, but then there was the oven problem. That's right. Yep. So and with all the choices now, 
off shades of white, vanillas. Uh, there, there's just so much you can do. Really, whatever your desire is can be achieved. If that's if you want to be daring, you can be daring. Oh, so if you can think of it, they will do it. That's correct. <laughs> Let's talk refrigerators. They seem to be getting bigger, bigger, better, better, huge in sections, columns. What's going on with that? I mean, before I know it, the whole kitchen is going to be all refrigerator. What is your favorite part about all this change? Well, I guess my favorite part would be that the consumer is winning. The consumer has far more choice at far more reasonable price points than they've had in the past. We've got glass door refrigerators being more popular. A door indoor where you can open the one of the exterior doors to get those things you need daily. Particularly important if you've got kids that are in the refrigerator a lot. It puts it up front. It helps save energy by being able to get to it quicker. Um, so there, there's so many different choices available um, that, to, uh, uh, you know, some people might buy more fresh food than they do frozen food. So they need more refrigeration than freezer space. So with what's available now, you can customize to meet your needs more effectively. I like the idea of the drawers, whether they're flexible. and want to explain flexible flexible drawers? Well, the flexible drawers will, in, in some, some of the models, will allow you to use that drawer either as a freezing compartment or as a refrigeration compartment. And sometimes you can use it for wine storage or cold cut so storage, cheese, things of that nature. Or you can hide your jewelry in it. <laughs> it's the first place I look when I break into a home. Oh, yeah, then we don't <laughs> want to use that. Well, you know what, Andy? I like the idea of drawers. And I, for those people who don't know, I am a, a petite size. Mm -hmm. I still can't reach the top shelf of our refrigerator. So my dream kitchen would be all drawers, nothing above the countertop. And today, you can do that. You can actually do that with dishwashers and refrigerators and microwaves, and what else? It, 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 pretty much everything. Sky's yeah. the limit. Yeah. You, the other advantage to the drawers are that they're, they're easier access, like you're talking about. They're also good in an ADA application for Definitely. somebody who might be in a wheelchair. Um, so it just puts everything at a more usable space, uh, height for a lot of folks. I think it's probably one of the best ideas that somebody came up with. I don't know who, then when you go into premier lighting, you will see tons and tons of lighting fixtures. And you just have to focus on each one as you walk in there, as you're looking up this, to the ceiling and you're seeing all these fixtures. Uh, so I just wanted to let you know that premier lighting has got a gorgeous showroom, and if you're looking for lighting for your kitchen, that's the place to go. So try going to their website at shoppremier.com. S-H-O-P-P-R-E-M-I-E-R.com. So back to Monarch's showroom, Andy. We were going to talk about steam ovens. Well, steam ovens are a product that's been around now for quite a few years, but it's starting to grow and gain in popularity, and there's some real reasons for that. The number one reason for a lot of people is going to be that um, they're aware that if you cook a lot of vegetables and you're trying to eat more healthy, steam cooking is a better way to do it. But well beyond the steam capability for uh, vegetables, it does a better job of cooking a lot of other food items also. And a lot of people are using their steam ovens even for leftovers. And a good example of that is that if you happen to purchase a pizza and you've got leftover pizza that uh, in the past, if you heated it in the microwave, it tends to lose a lot of the flavor and it's very oily and very messy and it's just not as good. 
A steam oven will rehydrate those leftover foods that you might be wanting to reheat and make a far better product. As opposed to the microwave, when you put your pizza in the microwave, it turns to rubber. Rubber, very chewy, very oily, not near as good as the day before. Many people have even commented that their leftovers that they're cooking or reheating in a steam oven are really better sometimes than they were the first time around. Now, can we bake bread in a steam oven? You absolutely can bake bread in the steam oven. And in fact, to take that step, uh, the, the concept a step further, some manufacturers are putting steam assist into a regular range oven for those types of cooking products. It's different than a regular full-fledged steam oven, but it allows you to get that nice artisan crust on a bread. And um, so the steam, steam is really expanding throughout a lot of different categories, or a lot of different uh, products in the industry. There seems to be a lot of appliances that just make cooking pure fun. So I was reading this morning, and Howes, we all know Howes, they did a survey of 3,900 people, 3,500 people, sorry about that. And of the 3,500 people, 59% cook every day. Now, I have a life, I can't cook that often, but for those people who do, and if they have really current cool appliances, they're having tons of fun. Absolutely, you? they're having tons of fun. And that 59% is gonna to continue to grow, in my opinion. Uh, and, and that's another reason why it's important if you're in the market for new appliances or a kitchen remodel that you speak to professionals like myself or Nancy to help guide you towards those things that will make your life in the kitchen better and allow you to have more free time to enjoy your family. The kitchen is really has always been the center, the heart of the home, but it does seem like that's even becoming more so now. A lot of people will have computers in the kitchen, which allows them to spend time together with the family more while everybody's cooking. And in fact, some of the cooking equipment and some of the refrigeration equipment that's on the market now actually have internet computer screens on the product so that you can quickly look up a recipe or you can follow along on Food Network and learn something without having to ever leave the kitchen. Well, you know, the kitchen has always been the heart of the home. And remember when Lassie and Timmy would have dinner, you know, they were always sitting in the middle of the kitchen with their friends. Now the people, I guess it's the younger people, I guess of all ages, they're bringing their friends into the kitchen and they're all cooking together. It's a, so, it's a family or friend affair. It's gotten to be a community mm -hmm. affair, yeah, depending on how many friends you have. So our last item that I wanted to uh, talk about was the induction oven. Uh, I'm sorry. Cancel that. The induction cooktop. Mm -hmm. Induction is a technology that's been around for many, many years. It actually came from Europe where they have been more energy efficient and more cooking-centric than the American market had been for a number of years. It's now been in the U.S. market since the early 90s, and it's grown considerably and getting more cost-effective uh, cost across the board for more and more consumers to be able to use induction. Basically, the biggest advantage of induction is over regular electric that it is faster to heat up and faster to cool down. Many of you have uh, ceramic tops or glass top ranges that take a long time to heat up, a long time to cool down, and your temperature control is not very good on that type of a product. While those products have been improved, 
the induction gives you the same speed uh, and controllability of gas without the heat output that gas has and without the byproducts of gas combustion. So uh, a, lot of, a lot of people will stop thinking about induction when they find out that they have to have new cookware because it is called magnetic induction and it is a magnetic process that requires that your pans and your cooking vessels have uh, uh, that a magnet will stick to them. If that's the case, then you can use those pots and pans on induction. If you don't have induction cookware, it's very affordable. You can buy it anywhere, including on the internet or any brick and mortar store that sells cookware at very reasonable price. Uh, you're gonna save money in electric costs in the long run, and you're gonna have a far more fun and easy experience of anything you're gonna cook on the induction top. So two of my clients just got induction tops. One of them actually took me at my word and said, yeah, we tried your idea of putting paper towel on the cooktop, and then we got the pan and did some frying, and we had no cleanup. I love that idea. So induction is much cleaner. Uh, it doesn't throw off the carcinogens, right? Right. Cleaner than gas, but it also, you have less cleanup time so you can spend more time eating. That's right. And you don't, uh, going along the concept of cleanability, is that if you do have a major spill onto an induction cooktop, you can wipe it up almost right then and there because you don't have that heat that you have on a regular glass top. Right. The first time I did an induction was the old generation. So, okay, but it served its purpose because I did a kitchen for somebody who had a child that was about 15, and he could not understand the concept of, no, you can't touch this hot cooktop. So they got that. So I've got to say that definitely helps in the situations where people need something like that. It's a safety thing. Absolutely. So there's nothing wrong with induction, and the cooktops, are, are they, they're beautiful. They go along with the contemporary kitchen, and the cooking utensils, the pots and pans, are not that expensive. No, not at all. And like I said, the, the controllability is every bit as good as what it is with gas. Uh, so I encourage everybody to look at induction. If you, if you are limited to electric or if you're concerned about the gas, induction is absolutely a strong way to go. Well, even if they have gas accessibility, I think induction is still a better way to go. Yes. But, you know, there are a lot of people say the 48-inch gas range is very impressive. You know, let their friends clean up that. Yeah. And they're cooking because I think the induction gives um, a lot more time, free time for doing things other than cleaning. But I will say that the cooking uh, pots and pans, if they don't have uh, any handles, you know, if they have handles made of metal, you can still use them in your oven. And this is what I've told my customers. Don't throw them away. You can use them. So it's not something that's a total waste. So, Andy, I know that there are so many uh, locations that Monarch has. What are the states? Well, we actually operate here in Arizona, which is my home base, in a showroom in Tempe. We have one in Scottsdale. We're also in Nevada. We're in northern and southern California, and we're all over Florida. Wow, that's a lot. Do you get to go to all of them? I have been to some of them. I don't get to go to all of them. I got to go to the Costa Mesa showroom when it opened a few years ago. So did I. Florida, yes. But everywhere you go, you will find professional salespeople that can help you with your choices. Well, you can also go on their website, Monarch Home, that's M-O-N-A-R-K, 
H-O-M-E.com. And you can go in and kind of virtually look through their showrooms. And if you're in the area of Florida, California, Nevada, Arizona, pick the showroom that's nearest you. You won't get Andy, because I'm the lucky one. I get him in Arizona. But I'm sure they have capable salespeople in every showroom. Andy, again, a wonderful podcast. I love talking to you and learning more and more about appliances and bringing my customers to see you at the showroom. So you have a good day. Thank you very much. And everybody out there, have a good day, and we'll see you next time. 